Yeah. <laughs> it's senior, bitch. Yeah. Welcome. Let me do my thing. Let me talk my shit. Let me do my dance. Let me talk my shit. What's up? Yeah. Yo, welcome to another exciting episode of Hashtag That's My Best Friend. It's your boy Nick, aka the King NML, back at it again. And I am joined by my nearest and dearest few good men, my youths, my guys. What's up? JV, what it do? <laughs> why, why are you talking about smooth like that? I feel like I gotta be like yeah. the, the, the yeah. big man. He's a dude. Just right out. <laughs> what up, though? Ain't hey, nothing, man. Just running. I'm running off a two and a half hours of sleep. Vamp life. You used to it, though. Yeah, vamp life. life. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to regain some of that sleep back, but you know how it go. Peace. Yo, 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 yo. What up? 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 And this nigga couldn't hear. He been spending that stemmy, man. He, you stemmy wasted out there, joint. Come on, man. Ain't got it. 1942. <laughs> Joe hating on me. Joe hating on me. Yeah, that 1942 crab legs. Yo, I seen you in Atlanta this weekend. I seen. I, I, yeah, I, you won't I see me. Well, you might see me. Well, this battle is coming up on April third, but other than that, nah. Oh, yeah. Yo, you actually gonna go? Oh man, I might. No. So this is just no. this is a crazy battle about to go down. So. All right, all right. Well, April third. Yeah. In Atlanta. Yeah, it's in Atlanta. It's a lot of niggas battling. It's gonna be at the convention center. Nah, I don't. I, it's gonna be at some warehouse, some warehouse type of shit. Uh oh. Yeah. You, sure you sure you don't want to go to that event tomorrow? You know. <laughs> you still got time, my friend. You still got time. I, I'm not. You won't be injecting me with anything. Yo, <laughs> we gonna we gonna get you, yo. Back up, nigga. Marv, what up, though? What's pop? What up? What's good? What the business is? I'm out yo. here. Yo, this is this is you heard it first. We got the Rory in the background. I about to say Marv is on the set of Fast <laughs> and Furious Eleven right now. We Marv got him. Yo, he taking he taking up uh, Paul Walker's place, man. He, he passed the Listen, torch. Man. Charge of life, gang, gang. Listen, man, we dripped out and dripped up. You heard? <laughs> now I'm good. Chilling, chilling, ain't, you know what I'm saying? Same old, just on my money grind. Money all the time. You know what I mean? Trying to stay healthy, stay away from the fuck shit, and level up. You feel me? It's the only way to ever mm-hmm. lose the paper chase. Indubitably. You gotta do. You gotta get to the money. What's up? Oh, yeah, I feel I feel that how I know that shorty uh, the uh, the me you talking about uh Ma. <laughs> oh the uh oh yeah 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 you know you know you know what we talking about we yeah, gonna run it back yikati <laughs> that's for I just talking about how I know who she is you know? okay okay yeah me what what what's what, what I'm good I guess yeah I'm good I'm blessed. I need a haircut ASAP. You know, I'm going to go ahead and holler at my boy. My boy, you know, get me right. But, you know, I'm just living and working, grinding, 
the be the, the bees are out, the birds are chirping, spring is here, you know what I'm saying? So that's where we at. Speaking of spring, how did y'all enjoy the weekend, the weather? What y'all do? Did y'all do anything outside? Or were y'all inside? Inside. I was meal meal prep poppy all weekend. True. Yo, where can you get the meal preps at though? Fresh over health. <laughs> y'all ain't tried, if y'all ain't tried these meals, like I'm telling y'all, it's changed your life. Like, it's not even because it's my man's. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fed this shit to my grandfather, yo. If, I, if, I, if it's good enough for my grandfather, it's good enough for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, so trust me. If you're trying to get right, holler at this family's Instagram ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there right now. If y'all DM the chat and you say you want some meals, I'm gonna pay for your first week of meals. You heard it first. First person sure. in the chat to say, I want some meals, I'm gonna pay for your meals. Say less. But try fresh oil health. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes. Right. But yeah. They gotta follow, they gotta follow the that's my best friend Instagram and screenshot. ASAP early. You wanna eat healthy, you wanna eat good food for free, some good food. Good vegan, 500 calories or less, get you right, get you slim, get your summer body right, yo, hit the DM. But yeah, that's what's up, man. Fresh Oil Health. And Trevor Genius is always this uh, podcast is powered by TrevorGenius.com. Check Ooh. us out, www.TrevorGenius.com. High Fire on the way. Of course, Dominican Getaways want to pop in Holiday Mall for their trip in May. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got your stimmies. Why don't y'all stimulate y'all uh y'all passport by adding that stamp? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Fourteen the dollars You can get an all-inclusive trip, you know what I'm saying? Flight probably, I don't know if you want spirit, you know what I'm saying? And then uh um, Yeah, flight separate, but uh everything else is included. Meals, room and board, depending on how many days you could do from three to seven days, depending on your uh type of lifestyle that you're trying to live. You feel me? But um you know, if you knew better, you do better, baby. I don't even think spread yeah. does spread fly out there. Hell no, lose their letters if they fly out there. <laughs> but yeah, I would advise you buy your tickets before in hand to get the cheapest. You know, like uh, you can fly into Santiago or you can fly into POP direct. Either way, you're gonna have to take a little drive. Santiago, the Santiago ride is crazy, but. It's worth it. DR is paradise, especially Memorial Day weekend. You know, if I could be there, I would, but you know, I can't for other circumstances. But yeah, spend Memorial Day in paradise, kick it with some good people. All you all inclusive type of shindig, make sure you holler at that. There will be a link in this week's episode uh, for more information. So make sure you check us out. Like I said, we're gonna have links for Fresh Oil Health. We're gonna have links for Dominican Getaway and Intrepid Genius and the links. And I always say this at the end of the podcast. I don't know why, but I'm going to say it at the beginning. Make sure that you um, subscribe to all of our um, social media outlets. Check us out on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, of course, YouTube. Show us some love on Instagram. We'll be on TikTok soon. We're about to take over. That's my best friend. Merch is coming out in the summer, yo. 
it's about to be lit, you know. We're going to get to that where the money reside. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about it a little later, but yeah, where the money reside. But yeah, spring for me, I was out um, Saturday, you know, Sunday I went out. I saw everyone was living. You know, I got sad again because I'm like, yo, I've been living in the Matrix. <laughs> I've been in the Matrix. Yeah, I got sad because I'm like, yo, I don't, it don't make sense to me. Like, I'm, I'm home, you know what I'm saying? Just like, man, the, the vid is out. And I'm like, yo. I go to I go to I go pick up some Nando's and next thing you know, I'm like, yo, the vids, the vids gone. Where'd it go? You know what I'm saying? Like everybody out having fun. They taking selfies on the rooftops, drinking, you know what I'm saying? At the bar Louie, like turned up on the little patio, like one loudin was one loud one loudin was one loudin the way y'all should have seen one loudin. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that winter one loudin before the vid. It was it was summertime, one loud. So the winter one, that joint was popping. It just be a, just be a lot of white people there. I mean, it's still white people there, regardless, because it's loud <laughs> county. But you know what I'm saying? Like it was still a vibe. You know, you still, you still can catch a vibe easily. Um, me and me and Jonathan uh, destroyed one loud for those <laughs> those months that we were there. I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are some drunk. That was some drunk <laughs> nights. Yeah, sponsored see. sponsored by Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we boys drinking mad Bullet there. Hell yeah, Bullet and uh, what Casamigos or whatever, whatever else you was drinking. Nah, it was drink Casamigos no more. I don't drink Casamigos no more. It was it was yeah. it was Makers and Bullets, yo. It was either Makers yeah. Night or Bullets Night. And I don't drink Bullet no more either. <laughs> oh, you off that bullet? No, I don't take bullet no more. So what? what you got a bad experience? Nah, we just drank that shit too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't want it no more. I'm on, I'm on, uh, monkey shoulder. I'm on makers. I'm on any, any, any good quality whiskey, really. Mm. Ain't that Don Julio? Obviously, I want to try LeBron shit, the Lobos, but. It's not out here yet. Yeah, LeBron got one? Yeah. It's called Lobos. I've been drinking Ribby. Or I drank some Ciroc. I had Ciroc all weekend long. But that was because the citrus version. I had to finish that bottle. But yeah. Man, Bullet was our joint though, man. That's kind of that's kind of made me sad. Like we so when I open the rooftop, we can't when I open the rooftop, we can't drink no bullet. <sighs> I don't know, man. Bullet was only our thing because of that that one year that we that y'all did um, the fundraising. Yeah, that's that's the only reason we even started drinking that bullshit. <laughs> Buy some, something new. Shout out to Sunny in the city, so, toys and whiskey. Have you seen Sunny in a minute? Man, only on the gram. You know what I'm saying? The COVID. You know, everybody been everybody been. Uh, on the low, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll cross paths at some point during the summer. Once I, uh, once I hit these streets again, I almost, yo, know, I almost had this situation. And this other thing, like when I said where the money reside, yo, know, these families have figured out to make money. Like it was this restaurant on the wharf. They're offering this. Um, have you seen like those igloo setups where you can go outside, but you like in like an igloo type situation? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, I'm about to take Shorty do out, you know, Shorty, 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 
Shorty been in the crib for 14 months, ain't do nothing. I say, I guess it's time to, you know what I'm saying, let her hair down, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, all right, we about to buy one of these igloos. Dog, this igloo shit, first of all, it's $125 per person to be in the igloo. So you got to spend over $125 per person for the igloo. And trust they me, got fucking penguins in that bitch? Trust <laughs> exactly. Trust, trust me. Like, I'm not been on no brokey. You know I'm not no broke boy. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's like, I mean, if you give me an experience that warrants that, then I'm not going to be mad. But yeah, like, tell me about the experience. I'm, I'm not even done. So it's 125 It's 125 per person. So you got to spend at least $125 per person. It's only 90 minutes. So it's a, they, they, they time it in 90 minutes. And there's a 22% automatically gratuity, gratuity, which is, I mean, that's expected. But then on top of the 22%, then they got a 15% sanitation fee. So the clean, the clean that joint up, then they have a $150, it's called, a, it's a group fee to use the igloo for 90 minutes. So you're talking about, you trying to take your lady, you know what I'm saying? You trying to take your lady outside on the, just sit outside and get some food to drink. You talking about you spending probably like five hundred dollars just to sit out for ninety days, ninety minutes? You know what I'm saying? I'm like yo, rooftop. I was like yo, I'm gonna get you a Slurpee. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put some put some liquor in that Slurpee. You know what I'm saying? We gonna get this Nando's. We gonna sit this rooftop. Bump this. We ain't doing no igloo. All that bread. All that bread just to sit out. Just in this. You know what it is? It's all about that Instagramable moment. Remember? Remember? Remember that? Remember that crappy uh, that that uh, future sports joint uh, keys we went to where? Oh yeah, my god! They like yo, this. <laughs> yo, they got us. How much? That shit was like a hundred dollars, wasn't it? Nah, this shit was thirty. It was thirty dollars for person. It was thirty dollars. Oh, yeah, but still, like you think that oh, this is gonna be something from the gram? You be like, oh, shit should have been dope. two dollars. You like, oh, this. Well, all right. Dope. So with that whole with that whole shit being said. What was the experience like? What did they do other than serve you food outside in the like, Nothing. Not a damn thing. <laughs> that's why I was like, I was like, am I doing it? I can see they give you a bottle. Like, all right, we don't give you a bottle. Yeah. Like, you don't get no bottle. You just gotta spend. You gotta spend from the menu. You gotta spend at least one hundred twenty-five dollars. Then, and the thing that got me, like, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, like, I spend. Maybe if I go out, I might spend a couple hundred dollars to eat. And drink, but yo, the the sanitation fee. So you gonna charge right. me to sanitize? <laughs> the like, <laughs> like, like, come on, man, come on, man. Nah, I wasn't rocking with it. So, thank God for patios, patios yo, and rooftops. And why the fuck is the sanitation a percentage of your fucking bill when it should just be a flat rate? Like, so you mean to tell me if I order a thousand dollars worth of food? And drinks. Exactly. I'm gonna pay fifteen percent of a thousand. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I was like, "Yo, where the money reside?" But these fools is buying it, but because they so they so they so pressed to be outside, and they pressed to have those Instagrammable moments. So like they they paying that. Yo, it ain't. But it ain't worth it, yo. I ain't stunning, yo, dog. That's how, yo. If I got it, I got it. If I don't, I don't. But yo, I'm not spending not, not for that. If I got it, I don't. Nigga, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> not for that. Tell you right now, I don't got it. If I got I it, I ain't got it. Not for that. Instagram is like the biggest flex, yo. Like you can you can take the most basic, most random situation, and if you curate it right on Instagram, you can make it pop. Like the whole 
we went to this art exhibit called Future Sports. If y'all listening to Future Sports, that shit was horrible. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can make it 10 times better. Anyway, like, literally from the from the pictures, that joint looked crazy. It looked all futuristic. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this is a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, so me, Keith, John, you went to or? Yeah, I went there. Yeah. Yeah, so we all there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we go in this joint. It's just like a big-ass warehouse. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looked like they spent a couple hours, you know, bought some some plywood from Home Depot. <laughs> put, some stuff, put some stuff together with the thick sporting goods. You know what I'm saying? Got some got some uh, some uh, basketballs and tennis balls and, you know, put some neon lights. And they were like, yo, <laughs> we about to take your money, yo. <laughs> like, and that joke was like, mm-hmm. it was like $30 per person every 30 minutes and then she was selling out every session right so they was thinking they was probably the sessions was probably like 25 people so they had 25 people just go through a warehouse for about 30 minutes to look at plywood and uh <laughs> and, tennis balls and, and basketballs and spray paint for 30 minutes <laughs> and i'm talking yeah. about but from the gram though the gram you'd be like oh this is popping yo you going this train you'd be like yo what 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 is this? <laughs> what is oh, this? Oh, this is nice. <laughs> like, give me, let me speak to that goddamn manager. This shit was, <laughs> like, under, was upset like that. She was unbelievably the grand, bad. The ground beginning, you know. Spring is here. Oh, yeah. Somebody said the black wax museum and be more is horrible. Yeah, man. I, I don't like wax. Black museum. wax museum? Like, the niggas is melting. The niggas is melting. <laughs> <laughs> they, said, they said that. They had one in Texas. They Black said man. they had to take, they had to take Trump out of it because people kept fighting it. Like people, people took, kept beating up the wax, the wax statue of Trump. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. I would have melted that joint down too if I went in that joint. I would have torched it. But yeah, wax, wax museums. Like I think about everything. About think every time I think about a wax museum, I think about um, tales from the hood. You know, the only thing about spring, like I'm like I'm like I'm glad spring's here. Like the weather's starting to get better. So you can go out for walks, you know, get your, your cardio on. I, see, I don't know, because I know all y'all not. See, John, I don't think you you really had to deal with it too much. And I know Keith, you probably ain't had to deal with it. But every 17 years, these things come out of the ground called cicadas. And it's like a, they're like a locust, right? But they call it the, the brood because the whole, like, press by May, the whole everything in the DCs when we cover the cicadas, yo. And I can't I can't deal with it. It's like the cicadas is crazy because it's like I had a when I was in kindergarten, um, I remember a whole tree of them fell on me. Like I was playing around and they fell on me. I was covered in cicadas. So that's gonna freak me out. <laughs> so ever since then, ever since then, I can't mess with it. I remember I broke my foot. Uh I was uh in twelfth grade, I broke my foot because they come back. Like every few years, but the full so the full batch they come out then, but they still came out. And I remember a joint was on my my rear view mirror, and I seen it, and I hopped out my car while the car was in drive. I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> with a broken foot. Like I was I was in the parking lot, but still, I literally I seen that shit just chilling on my rear view mirror. I was like, no sir. I hopped out and with my broken foot green cast and everything and i was like yo no and i, I got I, I didn't leave i didn't get back in my car till that joint flew out of my car like i don't know have y'all said have you ever had to deal with them joints no nah, like, you gotta you gotta i gotta i gotta google that shit. i ain't never heard of them shits. oh 
Yeah, I used to catch them when I was a kid, dude. Yo, know, news is terrifying, B. They black and red. It's like it's they're black and orange, and they all they all they do they come out the ground to to mate and they die. That's all they every seventeen years. So yeah, they leave like a little shell behind. Yeah, they be flooded. Like a little they flood, like all, See, they weren't in Richmond. They didn't. They don't hit like New York and shit. They don't hit Richmond, but like VA, Northern Virginia, like um. Pennsylvania, like DC, like yo, y'all gonna see in May, come June when you see you go outside. First of all, when they, they make this crazy noise, it sounds like a UFO. So you soon you open <laughs> your door, you hear this crazy humming noise, and then everything you walk on is crunchy because they're all on the ground because they're all dying and they're blind. So they just be flying, they they fly and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the only reason why I'm not looking forward to spring right now because I. I'm probably gonna be back in the house. I'll be honest. I, I can't deal with them things. <laughs> my bad. I couldn't hear y'all. My uh, my uh, speaker went out completely. What was y'all saying though? Well, I'll be honest. I thought it's a cicada. I thought a cicada flew in your air. Whatever them shits. Nigga said them shits is in the crib right now. Nigga, they coming. Like, sir. What y'all? What do y'all think about um the stuff in the news about what happened in Atlanta with um? With that um, massage parlor getting shot up, like what do you, what are your thoughts and feelings about that? You think? Um, you think? It's I would say they, they they downplaying it. They're not really talking about it right now. But do you think it is part of a bigger systemic issue about like hate against Asian Americans, or do you think it was just like a dude was pissed off? at his little happy ending spot and he's kind of you know he let it rain i mean i think it just all goes back to, to us being locked down for so long like people a lot of people don't know how to what to do with their, their thoughts so a lot of times just people sitting at home just festering stuff and and then they actually gonna go out and do it right now because they feel like life is Kind of like how you said, like you, you get kind of sad thinking about things that once were and not knowing when it's going to be, you know, back to normal living circumstances. Like people, some people can't control the fact that life is changing and, and they've taken things to the extreme. Stuff is going on in their head. I think he's a case of that. I don't think, I don't think he's, he's like, like set out to, well, I don't know. I mean, he could. All right. So before we even go to that, that's yeah. Has, has like has ha, have they even like I want to say released a background of this? Is there a motive or is like are we just making speculations at this point? The initial motive yeah. is that oh, it's bad. My God, he pulled out. Is that the ten court? The, the ten the ten foil koofy? Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> it's the begin the beginning of the construction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ten foil koofy. He got All the right. half. He All got right. half of the koofy made. All right. <laughs> So it's coming, but all right. So, so the initial the initial initial motive so far is that he was sexually frustrated. Like he was actually like sexually frustrated, and he had sexually frustrated. Mean he couldn't get no ass. I guess. Oh, okay. So he was trying to get his. All right. So what? All right. So he. So he was. He visited that parlor. Yeah, he had previously been to that parlor. So before, 
and I'm not saying it was a happy ending bar. I'm not trying to speculate. I'm not trying to speculate. I mean, they were open. For, they were open 24 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why a massage parlor needs to be open 24 hours a day. But I mean, well, millionaires don't sleep, according to them. So therefore, there needs to be a release at any point of the day. But what type of release? In the form of a in the form of a massage. What Whether type of release? I, mean, hey, I don't know what people do, but they put out a statement saying that millionaires don't sleep, according to them. <laughs> according to millionaires, they don't sleep, so you know, it's got to be some form of release at some periodic times of the day. Yeah, all I know, like I said, they said that he was sexually frustrated and that he had previously been a patron of the establishment, and so he went in there and he got in an argument and he shot all of them up. So <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, well I ain't I ain't know that part of the story. So yeah, he he was he was just wild. He he couldn't get his rocks off. Somebody but, told that man no. But so since that, so I mean, since we know the kind of the background on why it happened, there this narrative has been created that it's Asian. There's this Asian hate, and then we talked about this briefly a couple a couple podcasts ago, because especially in the West Coast in the hood, there's been a couple of people asian americans that were murdered and so now they're just trying to say that there's some type of aggression towards asian americans based on the fact that um uh you know people are, are blaming them for um the pandemic you know what i'm saying and stuff like that i really don't buy that you know what i'm saying i do feel that um the former you can't uh, blame asian americans for the pandemic I mean, but but Trump did. He tried to say the Asian flu or Chinese flu, and so well, he said China. He didn't say yeah, Asian. But, you know, he didn't say Asian American. But people are stupid, right? So like his 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 base. Some of them probably were like, "Oh yeah, everyone's Chinese," even though you know, as we know, because we're educated men of color, that there's more than just Chinese people when you look at looking at. The Pacific, you know what I'm saying? Like it's all it's, it's like it's just it's more people than just Chinese people. However, they're trying to say that specifically black people are carrying out hate against Asian Americans. Now, keep in mind, this dude was shot up that joint. With oh, wait, wait, who? Oh, wait, wait, who said that? The news. What? Like, what? What? What news? ABC what news outlet said that? This was ABC. Um, I want to say it was a 2020 or one of the whatever news shows to come on. Like it was just they they pointed out this specific situation where this old this old Asian guy was like taking his trash out or something. He was like in his his driveway, and like some black kids ran up on him, and you know they beat him up. But they they he, they beat him up, and he hit his head on the pavement, and he died because of it. So because of that, then they dug a little bit deeper, and they said like a bunch of like convenience store robberies have taken place and people have been killed and stuff like that. Chinese people have been getting robbed by black people for years and years and years because they what area was they, that in? They dominate they dominate urban areas. Exactly. So if you dominate urban areas with your establishments in their low income areas, you're gonna get robbed. Exactly. So that's not a hate crime. That's a I'm hungry. You're in my neighborhood you don't look like me. Give me your shit. And and that's how <laughs> I feel. I feel like I feel, and again, like I said, like 
I don't I don't condone violence against anybody. You know what I'm saying? But I don't I also don't feel that it's right to be like, okay, well, like African Americans have this aggression towards you. You know what I'm saying? Just because again, you are getting killed, but again, it's based on proximity and your geographical proximity to us. You know what I'm saying? If you're building liquor stores, carryouts, beauty supply stores, all types of stuff in our neighborhoods, guess what? You know what I'm saying? We are in a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't have jobs, all types of stuff. You want to see these types of behaviors, but again, it's not just happening to them. I guarantee you there's convenience stores with which are owned by white people, they probably get robbed too. You know what I'm saying? If it's Indian people, they probably get robbed too. But again, they want to create this narrative that, you know, specifically it's Asians. And and again, they're tying it, they're saying that our community is fueling it versus like being okay, well, and to me that's kind of weird because again, we've always talked about how inclusive we are. Like we're the we're the we're the community that we invite everyone into the situation versus try to separate we, we separate amongst ourselves versus separating against like a whole number a whole number race or situation so i just thought it was kind of ironic like once that once that killing happened like they, they talked about like the, the 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 government talked about passing legislation against like asian violence and i'm like yo what when did they when have they did like how many black people have died from police brutality, all types of stuff like that. Same things, like people get shot up in the communities and I've never once them say that we're going to create legislation specifically geared around that. You know what I'm saying? Like people have their 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 flags that have half masks and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I just felt like it's kind of funny that do they really keep that same energy when it comes to other people? Like or is it you this topic this topic that this topic can get very lengthy. It can get very lengthy, and I, I don't want it to be super lengthy because, I, like I said, I just thought it was kind of ironic. But now, like on Instagram, I've seen like dozens and dozens and dozens of people like were against Asian hate, and then somebody, somebody that we know, they posted their own post. They crossed out the word Asian, and they said, "Yo, I'm against hate. Period. Like, why are we, why are we trying to say it's just Asian hate?" This stuff has happened. This stuff has been happening to us for years. You know what I'm saying? Like it's time to stop doing that. So not like so much like a not so much like a all lives matter, but it's just like you know what I'm saying. Like I just my point my point like with supporting that is that at the end of the day we all have the same agenda. Like we just against we against we against the fuck shit. We against racism. Period. You know what I'm saying? And like. I feel like anybody that deals with that shit, whether it's you, you know, anybody that had to like, like that's like saying, oh, well, I got shot more times than you, so my situation is worse than you. Like, nigga, I got shot too, nigga. Like, that's the bottom line. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if we, if we all get a, if we all get on the same page, like, it's kind of like the same thing when you. Look, I don't know if y'all watched the Judas movie, uh, Messiah, the Judas yeah. Messiah, that's but that was kind of what he was. That was kind of what Fred was trying to do. He was trying to unite, even though they had different views on shit, it was against the system. You know what I'm saying? It was against the fucking main head of the bullshit. So it's like, people with this whole separate, well, we gonna fight our battle by ourselves over here, and y'all all got the same enemy, it'll be more numbers and power, more power in numbers. Like, if you all focus on the fucking main subject, like the, the main matter, you know what I'm saying? And like, 
But you got people like I posted that shit to support that shit. And somebody jumped in my DMs like with a straight face, like, like really, nigga? Like, I'm like, damn, like, I'm just <laughs> supporting. I'm supporting people that I know. Pre- I personally know Asian people or people that from that, from that, that, you know what I mean? From that type of. Was it a black person that? that well, uh, of course. Was it, yeah, it was like a that? black person. Yeah. What what type of black person? <laughs> what you mean? What type of black person? <laughs> what, what gender? What gender black person? Oh my god! <laughs> it was, it, was they bleeding black or was they <laughs> half black? Uh, was they let's, let's, just, let's just say they don't like. Let's just say they don't like Samuels, Mr. Samuels. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just say, let's just say they don't like Mr. Samuels. Wow! But uh, you know what I'm saying? It was just crazy. It's like, bro, like. Why is it an issue that I'm supporting that shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm like, I know people personally from that dialect, from that type of, you know what I'm saying? That type of culture. I'm supporting because I know they'd be supporting me if it, it was some shit that I was dealing with, like, firsthand. So, I said this, this conversation can bro, be very I think it's, nigga, everybody's a human. Should no right. human get murdered for no fucking reason over no Right. Well, no why, but why would, why is there a problem that I'm supporting? That's what I'm, but that's what I'm Another, saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, people that people that are still that small minded to where that shit has to be, you have to really get upset that somebody's supporting something. And the shit because, that hurt me too is that that person is from I'm from New York. We from New York City. That person's from New York City. So I'm like, my, like, what the fuck? Like you, like you've been around different walks of life. So you know that that shit don't really mean nothing if you came from the same environment. That like somebody might not necessarily be black, but they might be from my hood. And they deal with the oh. same shit that we deal from, like deal with as not being a white person. Period. So it's like, how how dare you like question my support about that shit? Like <laughs> I can understand you from fucking Idaho, where everybody looks just like you, and you never seen nobody outside of your race. Period. And you don't understand that shit. So you like that's a different story. You know what but I'm saying? Still, it's a it's a human being. That shit's crazy. That's that's what that's what it is at the end of the day. It's a human being. I don't give a fuck what you look like. It's a human being. Like, how is it that Nick is this 2021 and niggas still can't understand that it, it is people, a human? <laughs> it's a I mean, human being. Like, nigga, like, really? And then that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I can't, I can't fucking like continue to like move maneuver through life and even entertain anybody with that mindset. Like the moment that you tell me, or the moment that you give me any inclination that you're that you think like that. You're dead. You're dead for my life. Like, but the crazy, crazy thing is, they're trying to um, they're trying to create propaganda to say it's it's black people having an issue with Asians. But when you look at it, it's probably it seems like it's been more black people sticking their neck out saying, stand saying support Asians and stop Asian hate. Exactly. Versus other any other um, races of people. So it's and like, it's all, how, and it's all going to be the the antagonizers and also be the ones that, that that's that's uh standing up for the people. Like it don't it don't make sense. That's how you know it's it's some kind of propaganda because just like always, whenever there's an issue with any other race, who who's the people that, that be sticking their neck out for those people? Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely black people. It'd be black people. And we're we the, doing the, it now. So how are we the same ones that <laughs> antagonize it too? Like it just doesn't make sense. And people well, that, that, the crazy that, thing that is, is that other black people are the people that's probably that, that's probably in DMs. Like, why are you supporting this? Like, well, I mean, like, I mean, it's, you it's like us out of all people should know. We we should know. We should be able to understand. And I don't I don't understand why people 
I, I just don't know, man. I just don't have. So time you said, all right. So pretty much, you're saying that black people are like America to the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> like we stick, like just how America, United States sticks their necks in all other people' business. Yeah, that's a fact. We do the same shit. That's a fact. Every time we the first niggas, we like, oh, what, what happened? What, what? That's wrong. And but we be, but it be our own people that still be firing at us too. So we say that niggas is wrong, but then we still get fired at by our own people. So. It's, it ain't gonna never stop, and yeah. like I just don't. I mean, I just don't even entertain that shit no more. But see, that's what I was trying to say because I feel like I feel like I like, agree. Like I feel like we're at this point that there shouldn't be no segregation of like Asian hate, black hate. Like again, we're all one people. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we all bleed the same blood. We all. Um, it should be no people hate. Why yeah. do we keep categorizing it to like Asian, black? Spanish, minority, no, anybody, per- period. Yeah. A person that's walking this fucking earth with two feet, nigga, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have any hate in your blood because another person that you're looking at, just because they look different than you, that shit is fucking, that doesn't make any sense to me. It exactly. doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. And that's why I feel like, and that's why I feel some kind of way about even what Marv said, like, that's another issue, like, my thing is like, yo, if you don't believe in what I believe, if you especially when I post whatever I post on social media, I didn't post it on social media for you to respond. You can just you can you can agree to disagree and keep it moving. But for you to slide in my DMs and express your displeasure and something that I believe in, it's like, oh fuck yourself. Excuse my language, guys. I know I'm not supposed to curse. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but, but the whole thing is like, how who is that person? to slide in Mars DMs because he believes in posting whatever and then they'll give them the straight face. I will give them a straight face right back. Like, are you, are you dumb? You know what I'm saying? Like, Green from ECAA 252 oh, C9 E79. Alexa, listening to you, nigga. You better watch what you say, brother. Alexa, you better watch what you say. Yo, this nigga Keith had the porn hub page up. He ain't even know that shit. Hey, so had the web browser. <laughs> <laughs> nigga had the web browser. Nigga said, "Welcome, welcome back, Marquis." <laughs> <laughs> the 2004, 59. Would you like to? Would you like to resume? Would you like to resume where you were left off? <laughs> yeah, that was funny, yo. <laughs> nigga just opened his laptop and had the poor hub playing and shit. <laughs> How do people want a unified nation? But then talk shit when you try to do shit to unify the nation like it doesn't i don't understand it like niggas want everything to be equality everything to be perfect everything to be because keys you know why they want things to be in their favor it's just that simple like so and i'm not gonna go into this long deep winning <laughs> shit but bottom line is when shit don't happen for people and we talking about different groups and not just you know not just one specific but Certain people get, they get, you know, they look at other people like, well, why he got more chicken on his plate than me? You know what I'm saying? Or it's just people paying attention to other people versus pay attention to yourself and what the fuck you got to do, bro. Like, stop looking at everybody else figuring out what they got and what they, you know what I'm saying? And this and that. Like, figure out what you're going to do for yourself to get more fucking chicken on your plate. And that's the problem. Everybody worry about everybody else but them damn selves. Like, Facts. You know what I mean? When any in, in any walk of life, you can go to work. Somebody be like, "Well, I had this amount of work and he had this amount of work." Bitch, 
That's I just had a good day. <laughs> we all not gonna have a good day. Some days you're gonna have to do more work than somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, at the end of the day, stop worrying about everybody else. Stop, stop it. Like just worry about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you don't, gonna, if you don't fuck with say, someone, um, that's what it is. I was gonna say, did she did she just leave uh emoji face or did she follow it up with a with a comment? Nah, she was the only person that did it because me and her had that type of relationship. That's why I was joking about bringing her on the podcast or whatever, like early in the week. But me and her like to like conversate on certain things, and she just one of the homies. You know what I'm saying? People do it all the time. Yo, man. I think we need to bring a racist on the. I need. I think we need to bring a racist on the show. Though. <laughs> I think. Period. All right. This one thing about like a, a true one thing about what we doing. All right, true racist. What we doing is white person or, right? or, or any person so when it comes to both. When it comes to this, there's, when there's it comes to what we're doing right too. now, we're dealing with conversation. So any show that you watch, you want to see both sides of of the um the discussion. You don't want everybody on here being the same person that's agreeing with everything. Right. And you want to also it has to be something that makes sense. It's not going to be just because you don't like it. That's it. You got to bring facts. You got to bring right. fucking discussion. You got to bring something to talk about. So it's always good to have somebody that, you know, could challenge the other side of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Everything is not how everybody sees it or perceives it. And that's what it's you about. Got, you know what I mean? It's you about the get on? No, I, I, I think we need we to get could, a, I mean, you we need bet, to get a, we need to get a, 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 a true, yeah, we need to get a true race, racist person. But that comes with, um, like, you got to really kind of be, you got to be, um, I would say. Somebody got to be a strong mediator. Not me. Not even that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we would have to get a racist But everybody, we know it's just about knowing what we're going to talk about, and and people. I mean, we when we talk mm -hmm. about stuff, most of the times it's something that just happened or recently happened. So everybody knows what's going on, but it's just finding those people that you have discussions with on a personal level to say, "All right, you know, what I mean, they can give you that same that uh, the opposite side of the discussion," and. They're respectful at the same time to make it a good discussion on on the platform. Like, you what know, about you know what, um, what about if, if they if uh, an actual Asian person would they feeling like with this subject? I mean, I don't know because I don't I don't want I don't want this because this topic can go on forever and ever. Like, I got a question: Do y'all do y'all think black people can be racist? Hell, Hell yeah. yeah! I think nah, everyone, can, not I think not, not, not racist. We could be prejudiced. We can't be racist. I think everyone yeah, is racist. Race, everyone, racist. I think we can be racism, To me, rape, racism is ignorance to me, personally. That's my personal view of racism is something that you don't know about, so you automatically negate it. You automatically say, fuck is that? I don't know about that shit. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's how I look at our ignorance. And, and, and um, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty much what it is. Like, You see something you don't understand, and you automatically oust it because it's not something that you you ever you ever came across. So that's why I said. Do y'all feel like, like it's warranted because of of what? Nothing. The, no, it's not warranted. No, no, it's not warranted. No, period. It's not. Because at the end of the day, if you never like, if I, I I've had the luxury of living a lifestyle from a young age where I was from, like I didn't. My family wasn't raised and born in in the United States of America, so I started off life understanding different shit period like where i met people that never left their fucking crib never left they block never left they stoop you understand what i'm saying so it's like yeah. I, I i learned that shit early on some people are fucking my age and never left their hood or never left their 
fucking suburbs or never left their backyard or whatever, whatever you want to call it. So that's the that's the that's the disconnection. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm a advocate of fucking traveling and seeing different shit. Cause people get caught in this mindset of when what whatever they know, that's all they know, and fuck everything else. Nah, it's fuck you if you never seen shit. Cause when you get out of this shit, when something happens where you gotta leave this motherfucker or go somewhere else, you're gonna be looking you're gonna be looking stupid as fuck. <laughs> like you go to somewhere to vacation at. You know what I'm saying? And you and you can't you oh this food is nasty because you used to McDonald's and you not used to a fucking real chicken <laughs> or a real burger that's from fucking somewhere that's oh you know what I mean from the earth. Like home so health. We, we you know have all saying? organic products. Yeah, shout out to shout out to vegan, the oral. Vegan vegetable. Shout out to the oral. Ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk turkey burgers on deck. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like go ahead, Nick. Nah, I, I mean I think you're right. I think I think I think racist. So I think there is a difference between being racist and prejudice. I think that racist is that you really like you one is ignorance, like you said. It's definitely an extreme instance of ignorance. I also think that it's just you feel that your particular race is you. You, you have a superiority complex versus looking at all races as equal. You feel that whiteness is the superior or asian asian is just like whatever. Hey, you know what i'm sorry to cut you off but i forgot the key point racism is taught exactly it's bottom like, line it's taught and that's the thing like so it's ignorance it's ignorance and it's taught by people that have embraced the ignorance and that they feel they do have this this crazy thought process that one race is superior than the other but i do <coughs> i do feel like everybody is prejudiced to a certain extent but i think it comes from just again we are taught to embrace stereotypes you know what i'm saying like even at a very young age like you look at different media you look at different things like if you could like for example we we make jokes that like some people may be like oh well that's crossing the line or whatever but it's not and we don't and i know none of us are racist i know that like i'll, I'll stand on a dozen bibles and say that you know what i'm saying but i feel like it's all about tolerance. It's all about stereotypes, and it's all about perception. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that once we once once we eliminate the different stereotypes, like for example, I had a conversation. I was playing PlayStation with me and my boy, and we were playing with someone, and the dude was like, "Yo," he was like, "Yo, what part of DC are y'all from? Because y'all don't talk." Like y'all from DC, y'all talk very proper, right? And so the person that said it happened to be white, right? You know what I'm saying? And so I took that and I told him, I'm like, well, I mean, I'm I'm all day DC, but I'm also I've worked in corporate America for now over 20 plus years. So again, the way I talk is not like first of all, you're taught the way you talk shouldn't be your race isn't contingent on how you talk, you know what I'm saying? Or where you're from, where you talk, like people have accents and all that stuff like that. I feel you on that. But again, what he was really trying to say, but y'all don't sound black. You know what I mean? And my whole thing is like, yo, what does, what does sounding black really mean? What does sounding white really mean? What does sounding, sounding so because I speak proper and I speak in complete sentences, that means that I'm, I, I talk white. 
Tory. Well, to be honest with you, black people have a a, a, a huge hand in in, in that uh, that stereotype. And that's crazy to me. That's crazy. That's that's a huge hand in that stereotype. You know what I'm saying? Like like my like my like for me speaking for myself, my mother put a book in the crib when I was very young. Like when I was in sixth grade, I had the reading comprehension of someone that was a third year third year in college, right? So that has nothing to do with me being white because I lived in the hood, you know what I'm saying? I did hood shit, all that type of stuff. It didn't, not, that didn't have anything to do with it, but I learned that reading was fundamental very early. My mother used to always write as well, so I picked up the habit too. So I just learned how to write and then use words and I have, a, I have an understanding of vocabulary, but that doesn't mean that, oh, I'm... I'm I'm talking white. You know what I'm saying? The same thing is people be like, oh, Indian people, you know what I'm saying, their house smells like curry. And again, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that, but that's what people that's a dumb stereotype that people have. People are like, oh, well that's Indian, not a stereotype, that's actual that's actual fact. But not all that's, Indian people's not all Indian people's houses smell like curry because some Indian people don't even use curry because some Indian people are modern, they're Americanized, they don't even subscribe to well, that's different. That would be a different. That would be a different. And the and the cut back on what you said as far as the um the way you talk, uh, the way you talk as a black people, slang was the way that they communicated when they were in in the slavery days. So that's where a lot of that shit stems from. You know what I'm saying? Like the way they could communicate without having to, no massa quote unquote knowing what the fuck they saying. You know what I'm saying? And certain slangs and all that stuff happened from that. Even when you go to, um, you know, slavery days from Jamaica, all that stuff, and, you know, they were owned by the British, so Patois, stuff like that, that was all created, like, even to us, like, you might, some some people will tell me, oh, he African, but the nigga Jamaican, I'm like, bro, like, you just all off, like, right. <laughs> niggas, niggas will hear somebody talking Patois and be like, oh, he's African, I'm like, what, like, but that's just how, you know what I'm saying? That's just how people communicated from back then. So a lot of that shit transcended into the current day. And we still do it to this day. You got certain places where you <coughs> we use slang differently from DC, um, Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was, I just was in New Orleans. They say baby and and and, and, and huh at after every sentence. Right. So it's just a different way of how people communicate with slang to like not everybody knows what they're saying it's kind of like a a code encoded way to communicate to keep people outside of the community in the dark so to speak you know what i'm saying so at good point keith what were you about to say ah i don't remember he was searching his next porn hub joy you see <laughs> He's like, ah, big booty midgets. <laughs> bookmark. Bookmark. Big booty midgets. Jesus. <laughs> he said, Jesus. Sir. Sir. Bring me that taller woman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Like, that's like, the, the, the moral of this story is, yo, we all want people, man. Like, yo, let's just spread love, not war. You know what I'm saying? Like, all this shit going on, like, like rest in peace to all those people that got killed in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a horrific way to die. People, but I'm saying, like, people die every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, we just got to do better. And we got to have more conversations like this. Like, like, these are the conversations we need to be had. Because, again, 
there's people in Idaho, Iowa that don't they don't believe that people that look like us have these types of conversations. You know what I'm saying? I have a, so, I have a question. Yes, sir. Um, I know how you how y'all gonna answer this, but so let's just say there's a, a racist family, Midwest United States. We already know that how they're gonna raise their children. They're gonna raise their children to hate other races. So all of y'all in the future will have children. What is your obligation for your child, knowing that there's plenty of people in across America that's not gonna change their views when it comes to racism? So how do how how do y'all expect or how do you think that you're gonna um Pose those issues on your child, because uh, I know I don't know if I, I can't say one hundred percent, but I know a lot of people are gonna are gonna teach, tell their children to not trust certain races of people, which is basically a, another cycle of what we're already going through. So, what do you what do you what do you guys think should be the solution, or what what is your obligation to your child? Going right, well, my obligation, if I have a child, my obligation is to teach my child common sense is number one on my list. Common fucking sense. You, like, fuck race. Is common sense about, teachable, uh, though? Yeah. Definitely is. And I'm going to teach them about not just common sense, I'm going to teach them about actions. Because race don't matter when it comes to how you act. Actions like when you see how somebody moves. If I see somebody constantly fucking running around robbing shit, or constantly running around talking about somebody else to to me or to everybody else, those type of actions is the type of is the type of shit that I'm gonna show my child to read. It's not gonna be color. That's that. That has nothing to do with color. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. all these all these attributes that I'm teaching them is dealing with. The way that he moves, the way that she moves, the way that the person moves, and that's what's going to tell you everything you need to know about them. I think for me, okay. I think for me, it's all about again, it's character. It's all about character, and it's all about energy, and it's all about just again, like being very transparent with my kids. You like again, you have to being being who we are. We had to have that conversation, like the race conversation you had to have. But again, would I ever say you can't trust this type of person? No, I would never say that. Because again, like me and John had this conversation earlier in my office. Literally, people like always like sometimes our own people be like, yo, I only like if I need like a doctor, I want a black doctor. I want a black lawyer. I want to I want this. Just because you black don't mean that they're not going to be out to get you, too. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, it's about their character and what they believe in and what they stand, what they stand for. You know what I'm saying? Like you could just because you black, just because we share the same skin color, does not mean that we share the same values and that we have each other's best interest at heart. Exactly. So teaching my kids be like, yo, it's all about energy. It's all about character. There are gonna be people that hate you for what what you look like and hate for you, hate you just because of who you are. But those are the people you know their energy, but you you're not to you're not to I'm not gonna teach hate. Like I'm gonna let the like like cause again, like I grew up in a very I grew up in an environment where it was diverse. You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all know one of my best friends. I know him since I was four. 
he's Puerto Rican. He looks white. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I've been around, I've been around that. I've had white friends, but I've had all, all plethora of friends. You know what I'm saying? So I know that my kids, it's not, it's not about race. And I'm not going to say that whole, that whole, I hate when people say, I don't see color because that's bullshit. Everyone sees color. It's all about just, again, character, energy, and being aware, being self-aware of your environment. And you know, if someone doesn't fuck with you because of what you look like, they're going to make it very apparent, but they don't fuck with you for what you look like. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. And, and they're going to they're gonna have that energy, but my kid is not going to, I would never tell my kid, oh, well, you can't trust these white people or you can't trust these Spanish people. You can't, I, I would never even have that kind of conversation in my household because I don't believe in it. And anyone that I don't fuck with, I hope they don't subscribe to that because I, I couldn't, I don't, I, it's stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's actually stupid to really just be like, I don't trust somebody just based off the, based off their skin color. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's racist. So that's prejudice. You know what I mean? So, I mean, my kids will know it's all about character and it's all about energy and it's all about. And that's the thing. It's like, you can't say that because at the end of the day, skin kind of skin color is blending like a motherfucker. So how the hell are you going to do that? Like that's like, you don't know who's who. So you got to go off of actions. Like, actions speak louder than words so it's like that's what you teach your child that's what you teach anybody that you you know so that you got love for that's a young person period if you don't have a child if you a big homie to somebody or whatever you know what i'm saying like that's what you teach them it's about it's about being human beings like one one human being struggle shouldn't be discounted because of the other person's struggle and we we shouldn't we shouldn't be fooled by propaganda techniques to try to make it seem like we are against each other when we we're not actually just so just so other people can get their their agendas put out here on the forefront because it's it's not accurate. So this whole Asian hate thing and black people against Asians it's not a it's not a thing. It's it's propaganda, and the more people like even 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 putting out the the little signs and, and the stickers on social media for people to post up say, saying stop Asian hate. That's cause that's causing the issue. You know what I'm saying? It has it has some people saying, "Well, our fight hasn't even been solved. So why are you why are you trying to save them?" But it's like we can't even be human beings at this point. There, there's certain things being put out there for the, to pit us against each other. So why even get in the middle of, of any of it? Like know who your people are, take care of them, make sure that they you know make sure that they're safe, and and you got to do that for all human beings. You can't just you can't just pick and choose which race. Oh, it's not now. It's their turn that that they that they gotta speak up and say that they've been suffering more than this. These people, like all that does is just separate us more. And that's why that's why in the beginning I said this conversation could just go on and on and on. Like, imagine imagine if we had an actual Asian person on here, and then we had a a, a, a white racist person on here, and, and then a, a black racist person, and, and we was all having like the conversation would be it would last for days. Everybody was try to would try to defend what their struggle is, versus being like, yo, none of us should be going through the, the struggle that we that that we're going through if we was all looking out for each other, versus being like, well, I can't look out for you because they didn't look out for us. Like, I don't know, it's never ending. Sips tea. No, I feel you, but we're going to move on. I want to talk to my favorite topic. Well, not my favorite topic, but where the money reside. You know what I'm saying? This has been on heavy on my mind. JV, me and JV, because JV was at work today. We talked about it, too. Like, we got to get to this money. 
You know what I'm saying? And as entrepreneurs, each and every one of you, each of us are entrepreneurs in our own, our own lane. Like, what do you think for someone who's listening to us, who's thinking about, you know, taking that leap of faith, becoming an entrepreneur, you know, starting their own business? What was it that clicked to you that made you be like, yo, I want to do, I want to do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Marv, when it came to you, you know, like you're, you're starting to like, really, you want to get into that real estate. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that could turn into something that can, you know, that could be your, your thing, you know, versus, you know, you doing what you currently do. You can do real estate, you can do all types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? JV, the intrepid genius. Keith, you know, the health and wellness situation. Like, what made you say, like, what was, what was the thing that made you say, like, yo, I want to do this? Because again, how I feel like, I feel like being an entrepreneur, being a business person, like for real, for real, it's not for the weak. You got to have a strong stomach. You want to take L's. There are going to be L's that you take. But the, the payoff, like, is the payoff just money for you or is it actually making a difference or making an impact within your community or for whatever niche you're doing? Um, I'll say for me, I didn't, I didn't choose health and wellness. It kind of, kind of chose me. So just my progression through life, uh, early on, um, going into college, um, I had a lot of interests, different interests and, at first, I mean, food. I've always been an athlete, so that's one thing. But food wasn't wasn't necessarily one of my top priorities until I turned like nineteen, and then I kind of made a change. So at that point, I was really focused on myself, and through that, that's how I kind of found maybe I would say my passion. Um, so that and, and so when I say it chose me, I never knew that this is what I wanted to do. It, it kind of just happened. Um, but for anybody that's watching and understanding or wants to understand, you know, my journey, um, I would say do your research, know what you're talking about, um, and don't change. You know, if 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 it if it if it is what it is, and that's what you're gonna be and what you're gonna stick to, stick to it. And just keep it pushing until you find, you know, your happiness. I think I think I'm actually at a point where I'm happy. Um, the money itself isn't what I'm really doing it for, but having the money too will be, you know, a bonus. But that's not that's not there yet. JV, what about you? Well, I mean, pretty much everything I do. I mean, I was born doing the stuff anyway, so I eventually I just found a way to um, to monetize it. And, you know, as the journey goes on, I got to keep on researching ways so I can, you know, build systems and, and then take stuff to another level versus just making money hand to hand. You know, I got to make it to where the money's, the money's working for itself. So, I mean, it's... It's kind of like Keith said. Like I didn't, I didn't just say, "Oh, well, I want to do this." I mean, it's, it's always been something that was a part of my life, anyways, from the time I was able to pick up a crayon. So, 
every every year I was progressing in, in different things and then eventually it got to the point where oh you can make money off of this. You could you could you could own an LLC. This could be an actual business. So yeah, it was it was just progressive wise. I know nowadays a lot of people they can get into multiple different uh different different uh lanes without actually having a knack for it or any kind of passion, they could just jump in and monetize it. I mean, so it's kind of different from like us, like we kind of grew up doing things that we already was interested in. And then we was like, oh, there's a way to monetize it versus nowadays people be like, well, I want to do the same thing you're doing. Like, how do I do it? So they want to they want to just jump in the game and because they know it's money in it. So if you if you was to ask one of them the question, it's, it's automatically going to be straight up like they want to do it for the money. And then too, I would say, work on your work on your craft. I mean, because I I mean I've I haven't always been the well, no, nah, I've always known flavor profiles and shit like that, but I haven't always been the greatest, the greatest. <laughs> chef, well, the greatest uh, cook. but yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta practice on your shit. I don't. I don't burnt hella shit. I don't burnt. I don't burnt shit on the made shit that, that didn't taste well good. You know, you gotta. You gotta hone just hone your skills. I think. Uh, I, think, I think our generation. We learn through like trial and error. The newer generation, they see something, and they like, oh, that looks cool. I think I could do the same thing, and then they just jump in the game. And they mimic. This, this generation. This generation mimics. They don't. They don't have any authenticity. Authenticity. They mimic everything that they see. That's why everything is a replay. Everything that you see on social media is a replay. Someone's did something once and then millions of people do the same thing over again. And it's not authentic. It's all about who does it better. I mean, at this point, I don't even think it's about who does it better. I just think it's it's who does it and who can get the most attention from how, how either crazy they look or, you know, how good they look or how bad they look. Either way it goes, it's about the attention than the actual skill. Yeah, because like if it, if it was about skill, it'll be a whole lot less people doing the same things. But it's not about skill anymore. I remember, uh, uh, Nick, you had sent me a video of this shorty that um, she makes like these videos about her her Shopify store where she sells clothes, but right, she doesn't make any of the clothes. She doesn't do anything except for go to a warehouse and just pick out pieces that she want but she's very successful because she's a really good looking girl and she had a, a big following on social media you sent me that video like like a year and a half ago and then somebody else sent it to me a year later and i'm like yo i can't do what she does because i don't look as good as she does she's she's winning because like i think she i think she made like do you know which video i'm talking about yeah i know what you're talking about she made like such and such couple of hundred thousand dollars in like in like six months or something of having her, her clothing um website and now she just makes videos telling people how they can do what she does and I'm like yo people sending me this video I can't I, I don't look like her so I can't I can't win off of looks you know what I'm saying right. she she she's only getting customers because girls are like oh she's so beautiful I want to be like her and, and dudes buying stuff for, for their girls like yo she's she's winning just off of looks I can't do the same thing. So with me, when it comes to 
where the money resides for me. Like, I feel that my passion has always been create, but create in a different instance. Like, I'm not artistic at all, but I'm good at concepts. I'm good at conceptualizing and then executing. And I feel that in everything that I've done, I do it anyway. So I think with me, it was just kind of, I think I was born to do what I'm doing. Um, from the money, of course, money's always the motive, right? But I feel like, and I haven't said this, like I said this, I remember sometimes when I used to work in sales, I was making over $100,000 easy, you know what I'm saying, doing sales. And the person said, do you like the money or do you like your helping people? And I told them I like helping people because I, I enjoyed building my team up to the same level that I was when it came to selling so that they could have the same success that I had. So watching someone, knowing that you have the talent and the ability to bestow your gifts and your talents upon other people, to me, that is more refreshing than just making six figures. Because again, you're like, yo, I can make anyone, I can, if you want six figures, I can make, I can teach you how to make six figures. I can teach you how to make six figures. I can teach you and them able to do it. That shows that you know, that you know what the fuck you're talking about, but you're the subject matter expert. And I think that's even now that I'm out of sales, but I'm into this other stuff. It's the same thing. I love being able to, to consult with you guys and other people and watching the plan get done like that. Like the plan, like if John, we, we talk about something, we, we do a, we do like a, some type of sales for Intrepid Genius and that shit is executed flawlessly. It don't matter about how much bread that John brought in. It's about, yo, I told you, but if, yo, we do this, 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 the money's gonna come and it happens. Like that, that fuels me. If I be like, yo, Marquise, do this, this, and then you do it and it works, I'm like, yo, I told you so. It's like, it's like, for me, it's just like the, it's like the, to me, it's like that, it's like an adrenaline rush of, yo, I can speak shit into existence almost. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, from an entrepreneur, like, you have to have, what I would say is you have to have that confidence in yourself and believe and believe that, believe in your product and believe in yourself because to Marquise's point, everyone is mimicking each other. Everyone is doing the same thing. How do you stand out from the next person? Like why? Like why do I want Fresh Aura Health when I can go get um, Hello Fresh? You know what I'm saying? Like what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? Like Marquise is the difference. It's not. And it's not because Marquise is my boy. It's because Marquise, when you want, like he said, yo, you eat this. This is what this is, and I'm telling you for a fact, it doesn't have any salt and pepper in it, right? Or any type of harmful seasoning or whatever. And you can see it. You see it. It makes you believe. John Vaughn's clothes be like, yo, he 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 he's very meticulous and patches what he gets. Like it's all about that. It's all about that person. Like you to, to your point, John, when you're talking about people bought from that girl because she was beautiful, they weren't buying the clothes because the clothes they were buying the they buying the clothes for the person, right? So that's the whole thing. Like. It's all about you have to believe in yourself and believe, me, so. believe in your craft and be like, yo, you want to buy from me or you want to believe in what I want to believe in, in my movement, 
because playing from ECAA twenty five two seventy nine. He's like, Alexa will not leave me alone. Bro. He's like, I want. I'm looking for midgets to dress up in Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my my Alexa died, yo. My thing just died mysteriously. Like, how do I fix this, yo? Yo, you, you, better, you, you better send you, that shit back to Amazon. You throw it away and you get an Apple. <laughs> you get a you take it back. Or you want to you you, you want to know the Marv Gotham way? You ready, John? You ready? Yes. You ready? Go buy another one. <laughs> Put that shit in the box and take it back. <laughs> got him. That's my receipt. I got the I got the first version that came out. Yeah. Bro, when you buy <laughs> a new one, bro, I got three. I got three of them joints in my. Put crib. the broke shit in the box. Them <laughs> niggas ain't gonna look in that bitch. They gonna be like, nigga, yeah, get this nigga the fuck out of here. Yo, Mar, what what about you, man? What what, what makes sure what makes you want to be like be the be the entrepreneur that you are like what, what fuels you what's, what's well i got a lot of i got a lot of different perspectives first of all um my main drive was music it's gonna always be music i love music to the death you know what i'm saying i love the part of creating and being around the energy of creating music uh engineering um you know fucking with some dope ass talent um you know that that fell short when i was in school i did that shit fell short had a little job, and I ended up having to learn a trade, which kind of subliminally saved my life, so to speak. Like the trade that I learned, I realized that that can't be taken from me. Like when you got a job and you go to work for somebody else, be, learning a trade, you you're you're you're. I was really becoming a boss, not realizing it until after I got fired from an hourly job doing the trade. And I learned a lot of that trade from doing that job over the years. So I said, you know what? Fuck them. I could do this shit on the side and do whatever I want to do. And that in turn gave me the information that I know now that I'm able to maintain a property, you know, get rental income from that shit. Then I started saying, bing, a light bulb went off like, damn, I'm making money without even having to work for this shit. So now I started diving into shit to do stuff that makes money without me having to go to clock in for. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I fell in love with. Like, the freedom, like, so to speak, like the financial freedom to do whatever now, because music, I can't, I don't got to get paid a dollar to do music now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could do this shit whenever I want to. Every year I've been making more money than I've made the year previous and, and previous before. So whatever I'm doing is telling, that's telling me that I'm doing the right, I'm in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? And, and that continues to fuel the passion of like starting to learn different ways of um, doing stuff that has, I, I don't have to trade my time for money. You know what I'm saying? I have to, I have, I just have to put something in place, let that shit blossom, maintain it, water it every now and then. And that shit does its own thing. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what it boils down to. I think that it's not so much about the money, but it's being able to enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? Like at this point, like people always be like, yo, you have the most fun when you're in your twenties and thirties. I feel like, in your 40s and 50s, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when you should really live. You know what I'm saying? If you have, you're blessed enough to travel when you're young and stuff like that, yeah, do it. But like you said, if you're, if you create these situations where you're making money without having to work, 
you you're you're living a better quality life. You can you can become more well rounded and you can enjoy the finer things. Don't get it twisted. Like to become a millionaire, to there's a lot of hard work associated with it too. But the ones that get it create a solution that the money's always moving. It's everything's transactional, regardless of whether their hands are in it or not, you know what I'm saying? Because they create these systems and these ecosystems where they're making bread. So I think that once you have an understanding of that, of, you know, what can I do that can just be self-sufficient and make bread? You know what I'm saying? There's people like, again, the smallest people doing stuff like vending machines. But I know someone that invests in vending machines. So they bought a, a cheap vending machine off someone. They go to Costco, they fill up the vending machine um every month and they making bread you know what i'm saying they're making bread because they just spent a hundred dollars at costco but they probably getting 500 bucks 600 bucks 700 whatever amount of dollars they're getting from the vending machine but they're not there you know what i'm saying all they got to do is go to the vending machine to collect the bread and restock it so that's something that that's a system and they can still do other things you know what i'm saying like yeah like not to cut you off um I've been fucking with um uh, it's a guy that he lives in uh he's from New York, uh Dominican guy, moved to DR. I've been paying attention with his page and and shout out to Flip Flop. Um uh, Mr. Flip Flop, if y'all, you know what I'm saying, he's on YouTube. He has a special where he's talking to one of his guys that he knew, you know, he has a, like a a nice little network of people that are expats. They live outside of the matrix. They call it shit the matrix. United States is the fucking matrix. He talked about owning ATMs. Like we go to ATMs thinking that like that shit goes to the bank. Nah, it goes to the person that owns the ATM. So when you can see the two dollar, two fifty dollar, three dollar, three dollar up to eight, ten dollars, the strip club y'all went to, ten dollars. <laughs> fucking that goes to the person that owns that ATM. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just about residual income and shit that you like you're not trading your time for your money. Like he could be in DR for six months. <laughs> Like he he went from three three machines to forty two machines. Him and his partner, mm. you know what I'm saying. So that type of shit is what we talking about. Like that's the type of mind frame I'm on right now. Like I'm not trying to be going to work, clocking in, doing a hundred hours to get a decent check. I could be fucking. I could be having the time of my life somewhere else and fucking be earning bread hand over fist. You know what I'm saying? Just as long as I maintain it, do the little tweaks, and make it pop. Yeah. So that money and not have to be present, you know. Exactly. Yo, so anyone who get a STEMI out there, take that STEMI and buy you a used vending machine or use ATM and thank us letter. Trust me. Let's talk about real quick before we wrap up. Who caught the versus last this past weekend? Me. I watched it. Call it a good 40 minutes. So who won? Because I, I missed out. Who won? I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna give you the typical hip hop one. No, my nigga Ghost fucking face is a monster, son. Like, yo, Ghost out like coming up. Raekwon was always my like he was my favorite nigga. You know what I'm saying? But what I saw last night, bro, and I can't really say that off of what I saw because them niggas got plethora and plethora of shit that they didn't even get to get into. You know what I'm saying? But like. The camaraderie, like for them niggas to have that, um, you know, that energy where they was building off each other, talking shit to each other, and um, just showing niggas real drip and originality. 
that's the shit that we miss right now in today's fucking hip hop. Like these niggas is one of one. They one of fucking one. You never gonna see none none before them niggas and none that came after them. Like them niggas is one of fucking one, and they they showcase that shit to the world. You know what I'm saying? Like I wish I wish the energy, the same energy that niggas wanted to see with Gucci and fucking Jeezy was the same. Where niggas want to see niggas beefing on fucking camera and somebody fuck around and get clapped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish that same energy was given to some shit like that. But I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed I enjoyed watching like just greatness, you know what I mean? And shout out to fucking Ghostface, like and shout out to Raekwon. But Ghost, like, he wasn't my number one like pick out of the litter, but that nigga's special, boy. That nigga is special. <laughs> Yeah, I always, I think Ghostface was always my favorite out the woo. Like I was Supreme Cl- Supreme Clientel was always my um my joint and the joint. I still, I know it was like you'll say his main, not you, but people be like, oh, the um joint he did with Mary J. Blige. Like, like I used to listen to that song so much because like I was living some of that same shit in that song, and I think that's the thing with like Wu Tang, like shit like that that music you feel because it takes you to specific points of time of your life you know what i'm saying but you you've gone through stuff like that or similar emotions and like you said it's one-on-one like it's certain artists that cannot be duplicated regardless of how much you try like how many like we like we always joke about ghostface like we talk about action bronson sounding like ghostface you know what i'm saying you sound like what's 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 the Griselda kid that sound like ghostface you know what i'm saying <laughs> but you gotta save it, yo. They sound like Ghostface. They don't. You can't be like, yo, Ghostface sound like Action Bronson. No, Action Bronson sounds like Ghostface. Like you're trying. To, I'm not saying that he's trying to bite off his style, but you know what I'm saying. Ghostface is the originator. You know what I'm saying. And again, he's the undisputed champion. So I, I I'm mad I missed it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I would have been into it, but like I just had other stuff going on. I posted it. You can still watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm catch it. I'm, I'll probably catch it tomorrow. I know JV, you said that shit was classic to you as well. Like, I mean, like, last you thought you thought Face did it, did did it, did that thing too. I mean, my whole, my whole thing about Ghost and Ray, it's like it's like they they the number one tag team. Like, one one ain't winning without the other. So it's like as much music as they got together, like it's hard to. It's hard to put them up against each other. It's just it was just good to hear them them classics and see the way that they yeah because they was they would say stuff like oh you yeah we, we gonna do it for we gonna do it for the fucking for the for the fucking uh for the culture man niggas want to know who you was fucking vibing with more we know they cool we know they brothers you mean but you mean how they was we always got stuff. a debate we always got a debate like we know like the locks nigga niggas always talking about who's that. Uh, Who's the hardest nigga in the locks? Who's the we always talk about fucking Rosalda with Conway and fucking um what you call it? We want that answer, bro. We don't want the politically correction. We want to know who you felt last night. And that's not we saying that they're nice. Know. We, we want to know. We want to know. I can't, I, can't really, I can't really say who who won because I didn't I didn't even watch it for competition. I watched it as like like I was getting. Just the same way it was losing, like they was they was losing like track of how many songs actually got played. You know, I was doing the same thing. Like, hold on, how many songs did get played? Who who up who up more than the other? Because to me, it's like, yo, that's a ghost song. But Ray and Angel songs. I just go by. I, I just went by the vibes. 
They might have cut off before um Raekwon verse came on. They might have cut off another song before Ghostface verse came on. It was like, yo. I feel like John is gonna be that person like in 20 years. John is gonna have a religion. Not a religion, but he's gonna have like a the whole Zen Daddy philosophy you have. Like you that you cannot you can't make a choice between two things. I was like, yo, everyone Ten foil Kufism. That's what he's like. He's going to have a philosophy literally like built on his thought process of not being able to pick between two opposing situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I dig it, yo. I yeah, dig I'm, because um, I, I, I used to, I used to, in my younger years, I used to be opinionated and I used to be like, I used to see things my way and it's like, nah, I'm, I could be 100% wrong. I'm not going to defend myself when I'm 100% wrong. Like, I gotta see the other side, and and, and I gotta practice that. So, you know what I'm saying? As as this ten foot kufi is being built, <laughs> I'm, I'm practicing. I'm practicing my preaching. <laughs> foil kufiism, yo. We heard yo. This the twenty years, yo. It's gonna be a whole philosophy built on the premise of the ten foil kufi, yo. I feel it. And I would, I wouldn't mind starting starting on my own little cult. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Rock, brother Rock. <laughs> we'll, we'll be the sirs. <laughs> the sirs. Yeah. Everybody get a pair, pair of glasses when they join the cult. <laughs> Look, I got my shits already, nigga. I got my shits already, nigga. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> So, last but not least, so we go wrap up. What the hell was Cassidy doing? And what 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 happened? What caused that whole situation for y'all? Like, I need I to. I need to Cassidy, Cassidy is Cassidy, man. That man is the culture. That man is a goat when it comes to when it comes to battle rap. What this nigga done did now? He didn't do nothing. I mean, him him and uh, uh, he has a battle coming up. Um, for Reverie Entertainment, and the person he's battling is um, the dude Hitman Hollow. You know him from probably because y'all don't really watch Battle Rap like that, but y'all y'all probably know him from Wilding Out. And um, oh, okay, Wild yeah, Wild. I remember Hitman Hollow. Yeah, I don't yeah. So he they had a I think face Hitman off. gonna take that nigga though. They they he, they they had a face off this past uh, weekend and. Um, it got it got ugly. Basically, Hitman Hollow was trying to say was by, was saying, well, Cassidy was talking shit like Cassidy does. Hitman Hollow was, was was angry and emotional, and he told Cassidy he'll air this bitch out. <laughs> Basically, saying he'll shoot the shit up. What? Um, yeah, and it just got out of hand. So I don't know how much of it was hundred percent true and all, and or. Or First of all, he not airing nothing now because he oh. the most he the biggest fucking um right. You the biggest one of the top in the, in the, stars the on yeah one of the top stars on Wild Now. So you 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 not airing shit out. And you got Nick Cannon's name. Like, you got you on the Nick Cannon's brand. So right, he, his brand ain't having none of that. So, but yeah. So long story short, uh, Cassie uh, agitated this man. It got him out of his character. So, oh, I don't give a fuck if it's the littlest nigga. I will hurt you. I will hurt you. He said that dumb shit, and it was caught on camera, obviously. And 
and here we are. But they have a battle. So, I, I mean, it's all. I think it's all in, in front of battle rap. What is it supposed to be? It's in Atlanta? Uh, yeah, it's in Atlanta, April 3rd. Hmm. That's, the I was just talk- that's what John was talking about. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yo, y'all go. You know what I'm going to say. Get, get vaxxed. The- I ain't getting vaccinated. <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm going to be like, go ahead, make a, go ahead and swallow, the, bitch. Let me see that neck. Let me see that neck. The, the blood of God is throwing apart me. Let me see that neck, man. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, I got a baby. You want some? Drink that shit real quick. Let me see what you know. He said, oh, this shit's good. Good. Good, nigga. <laughs> hey, you gonna be like, yo, red stripe or margarita? What you want? <laughs> I think the head. I think the head canceled the vid out in Atlanta. You know? I think that's why. Nah, hell no. Nah. They got double. They got a double entendre out there. Nigga. It's canceling, canceling. <laughs> but but I, I just seen the clip. I just seen Cassie spazzing out on his bama. Like it's always funny. Like you know? nah. Nah, I mean, my honest opinion, it wasn't, it wasn't Cassidy's fault. It was it was somebody that came into a face-off that wasn't prepared to keep their emotions under control, and he lost his lost his cool. But uh, I think it's all promotion. Yeah, I mean, Cassidy Cassidy's a one with a promotion. He does it every time he has a battle, so that's what he's supposed to do. It's the people that he that's the people that he's facing that don't for some reason they they haven't caught on. That's what he do. Okay. But uh, yeah, it definitely got my attention still though. So, you know, man, April third. Like I'll be t- I'll be tuned in, or I'll be there one or two. I just think of like I'm a hustler when I think of Castillo. I'm old school, yo. Like, you think about that over? You think about that over? Um, hotel with R. Kelly. <laughs> hotel was his biggest hit. Nah, but that wasn't the shit we was riding to, though. We was riding to I'm a hustler. Yeah, I'm a hustler. Yeah, we was riding to it. But, but I hope this thing don't come with this fucking 1999. Nah, he's not gonna he's not gonna change it. The nigga think he's the greatest in the world. The nigga he's not gonna change it. Well, he's gonna lose again. Yeah, he is. 99 bars. The problem is he gonna lose again, and then he gonna do the same thing the next battle. The nigga is not gonna change his flow. Yeah, he think he not, you know what's so funny about Cassie? It's weird. I don't know what was going on, but it was a certain period of time this nigga was like watching my page. I don't know why. For real? Yeah, like this nigga was like, you know, you could see people that look at your stories and shit. Yeah. It was like a good, I want to say month. You know that? You know was, nah, I never met the nigga. Never yeah. met the nigga. He might, he might be from the block, the south side, the, the back blocks. Oh, uh, no. That nigga from Philly, man. Nah, he's not from yeah, he's not from Queens, but I'm just like that shit was mad weird. I'm like, why this nigga? You know what I'm saying? I hit the nigga, I hit the nigga in the DMs like nigga, I do hooks, nigga. What's up? I see you watching, motherfucker. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Got them hooks. I'm the greatest in the world. That nigga Cassie is hilarious. The weirdest celebrity interaction I had on social media was um the dude from Entourage, uh, Vin, Vin, Vinny Chase. Me and John, we put on this uh, campaign to stand for something to fall, right? So I just was sending that on to everybody. And he messaged, like, he messaged me. He was like, great campaign. I love what you're doing. And I was like, oh, Yo. that's dope. I said, what's up? Can I send you a shirt? And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> At least he said no. That's yeah. 
I was like, yo, then why, what the fuck did you even write that for? I was like, and the whole yeah, thing was the other told me, I didn't say you had to buy a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I could have sent that to you. I didn't need your address. I could have sent that joint to your agent, your agent's mama. You know what yeah, they be usually having P.O. boxes anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But for him to be like the comment on the, the dopeness of what we be doing, he'd be like, no. <laughs> was, That's crazy. Oh, wow. said, well, I respectfully decline. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Vinny Chase, Honorage. Like, Honorage, yeah. there's two shows that really kind of help form like my thought process. Entourage was one because Ari was a fucking genius. I love that, shit was, that shit was a legendary show. Ari man. Gold, like I always say, I'm Vinny Chase mixed with a little bit of Ari Gold when my thought process and how to make it in America. Both both those shows. If you ain't see How to Make It in America or HBO, it's still on HBO. Check it out. Best two seasons of TV. I don't know why I didn't come back. Crisp. I feel like John made the Trevor <laughs> Genius based off Chris Jeans, yo. And I know you didn't, but still, the story is the same, yo. We gonna oh, get, no, I was popping before that show came out. We're going to get the – we, we, we got to make jeans. That's the next step. And Trevor Jeans. We joggers, jeans, jean jackets, 2024. Nah, <laughs> joggers don't do no fucking jeans. <laughs> we got a whole story about joggers. But he want the he want the joggers with the rip crotch, nigga. He want that shit to be like easy. <laughs> <With> the, <laughs> just the, just just how the show. He's got the pool. They got the yeah. pool. So they got the butt the button up pools. What he the, the rip crotch. So Jordan, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Make it sexy for the ladies, baby. You know they say we're sexy, man. <laughs> And shout out, speaking of the show, shout out to Stofall. I'm caught up. Oh, yeah. We'll that talk about shit. that next week. We're going to let Marquise, we're going to give you a week to catch up. But then we're going to talk Bruh, about it. I'm going to say that right now. I probably ain't going to catch up. Y'all might just have to just talk about this We're sad. But we're going to talk about Snowfall. We're going to talk about Snowfall in detail. <laughs> but we're going to get ready to wrap up. Again, we appreciate everyone. But check us out tonight on Caffeine and Twitch. Shout out no, to CP, CP, the producer. Here. Yo. Thanks for everything. We're going to be here next week. Again, you can catch this episode on YouTube on Friday and all of the major streaming platforms on Friday. And other than that, we will check you guys out next week. Peace. Peace.